should not believe that. Hello, this is Melissa Libby, and you are listening to Mom Treading Water. Friends, I can't believe I'm saying this, but my husband and I are coming up on our 10-year anniversary of marriage. We've been together about 12 years. Although I am not a relationship expert, I feel like I'm going to make myself an unofficial expert with my antidotal stories. When I reflect back on my dating experiences, I could not be more grateful for all those blunders, for all those bad relationships, because there is no way I would have ended up with my husband, James. He is the greatest person I know and the most perfect person for me. Before we get into that, if this is your first time listening to Mom Treading Water, thank you for joining us. If you are returning, thank you for your support. And please don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate Mom Treading Water. We also have a Facebook group under the same name of Mom Treading Water, and I'll include that link in the show notes. The last order of business, and maybe the most important order of business, is that I need to thank my husband, James, for being the most perfect husband for me. He is my best friend. He's my sounding board. He is my everything because he always allows me to be me. He never tries to change me or mold me into what he thinks I should be. He supports me. He listens to all my crazy. I know that he always has my back and he always puts our children and me first. I could not ask for a better partner in life. He makes me a better person. So thank you, James. I love you. And thank you for supporting me with unconditional love and never any judgment. All right, let's get into it on how us two crazy kids ended up together and why I truly believe in the three date rule. Now, I didn't get married until I was in my late 30s. Clearly, I had other boyfriends before that, and there were two men that I had dated that possibly I could have married, but it either wasn't the right time for them or it wasn't the right time for me. They were both wonderful men. They were very kind, but it just wasn't the right match. If you looked on paper, both of these men possessed qualities that I always said I wanted in a man or I wanted in my partner. So let's fast forward a bit. After I finished graduate school, I moved from Massachusetts to North Carolina. Then for work, I was relocated to Buffalo, New York. Then again to Portland, Maine. I had a very busy career. And at that time, my interest outside of work was mostly musical theater. The opportunity just didn't present itself for me to meet single men. I decided it was time for me to try some online dating. And I think that's where I started to adopt the three date rule. The exception to the three date rule was if people had views that seemed completely off base from my own. So I'll give you one example. I had gone on a date with this man. He had a daughter and on paper, he had those characteristics that I felt were important at that time. The date was going great. Then he continues to go on and say 
he would never allow anyone gay near his daughter, that he thought it was a sin and it was against the Bible. And you all know the, the spiel that goes with it. I was floored. Because first of all, if he thought his daughter was never around anyone gay, completely delusional. And two, it showed his lack of being open-minded and hearing different perspectives. And obviously, for me, that was absolutely a sign of absolute ignorance. So the characteristics he held, why I originally went on a date with him, obviously, he lived on his own and could support himself and his daughter. He was a quote-unquote professional, that perfect white-collar worker, again, on paper. He was very urban, supposedly cultured, liked the arts, fine dining. But really, he didn't possess the values that were important to me. It was never going to work. And just to clarify, obviously there was no second date. Then somehow I was matched up with James. Now James is a machinist. At the time, he lived with his grandmother. He's very, very country. Had no interest in the arts. The closest thing for his interest in the arts was that he liked uh, hard rock music. He had no interest in theater. And Patti Lapone was a name that was completely foreign to him. So our first date, we met for coffee. We went Christmas shopping and then followed with some dinner. Now for coffee, I was ridiculously late. And that is a huge pet peeve of my husband. But I digress. When we went shopping, one of those places was Lowe's. Clearly was not the most romantic date. And this guy loved tools. Tools, tools, tools. I was like, holy smokes, this is madness. Plus he was talking about things I had no clue whatsoever. There was a lot of nodding and smiling going on. Even though it seemed like we had nothing in common, I still went on the second date because there's the three date rule. And we went to the movies. He picked out an appropriate movie. I was smart enough not to get popcorn because I love popcorn and it borders on gluttony. So he probably would not have wanted to go on a third date had he seen me eat popcorn that one time. And that date was fine. It was nothing spectacular. I didn't think I was really interested in a third date. He was a nice guy. Just didn't think we had much in common. About a month passes. We really don't have any communication. But on the morning of my birthday, he sent me a text message to wish me a happy birthday. He was the first person to wish me a happy birthday on that day. I was floored. It was so sweet and kind, first that he remembered, and that he did it first thing in the morning. So I realized then, three date rule, I had to go on a third date. And thank goodness that we did. The third date was great. We went for dinner and quite a few drinks. That evening, he slept on my couch and I slept in my room. But that was the absolute beginning of the greatest friendship and the greatest marriage I ever could have asked for. So really, when I look back at that list of criteria that I thought I needed in a partner that I placed such a priority on, it really wasn't correct because the things that seemed like they weren't in line, were really reflective of his values. So did he live by himself when we met? No, he did not. He lived with his grandmother. 
and I should clarify that his grandmother lived with him. He had bought his house independently, just like I did. I bought my house independently as a single person, so his grandmother always had a place to live. As a single guy, he made sure his grandmother always had a place to live. He was a blue-collared worker. He's a machinist by trade, and the love of his tools were baffling to me almost. But the part that I missed is this guy can build and fix anything. When he goes to design something, it's amazing to watch his mind work. I still enjoy it to this day when he's sketching and designing. He creates art in his own way, even though he'll never claim that it's art. For one of our local theaters, he welded their logo for them to display on their building. And it is absolutely beautiful. I claim to be open-minded and open to new experiences. But this guy, he tried sushi. And he even ate a raw scallop for me, which I wouldn't even do. He went to his first musical, which was a musical that I was in. And he went all by himself. So it showed me that he was willing to try new things. And that he truly was open-minded, just not open-minded in a way that's only politically correct. And he made me a better person. He still continues to make me a better person. He made me go beyond my comfort level. I try new interests. He took me on his four by four and we ended up in a huge, big mud puddle. I somewhat learned to drive a tractor. We went camping. We went fishing. He gave me a better interest, a better appreciation for the outdoors and the beautiful state that we live in. Most importantly, I feel like he taught me how to be a better giver, how to give of myself, how to treat others better. He definitely made me a more grounded person, less superficial. He showed me how to be true to myself. He has shown me how to genuinely be confident and not just present a facade to other people. My mother always shared great insight on how you decide if a person is the right partner for you. She would say, can you live with the things that you don't like about them, not necessarily the things that you do like about them? And clearly, he and I are able to do that together. So something he does that drives me crazy is that he always tries to take over projects, my projects, no matter what it is. But really, he's not trying to take over. He cares. He cares that he wants to be helpful and he wants to contribute. Sometimes he leaves his dirty socks on the floor. But the only time that he genuinely does that is that when he is exhausted from getting up ridiculously early in the morning and working an extremely hard day and spending time with our kids. So yeah, I can live with his socks being on the floor. Had James not sent that text message on my birthday, I would have completely missed out on the greatest person who's ever entered my life. He is the best husband, dad, and best friend I would have lost out on being a better person and our wonderful family. So friends, whether you're looking for a life partner or even a friend, we need to give people a chance. We need to give 
the three date rule. Take a chance in getting to know someone, not just based on superficial things or things that you just see reflected on paper. James and I have grown as individuals. We have grown as a couple and we have grown as a family. We are unbelievably blessed that we can offer our children a variety of different interests in variety of different things because he and I are different in those ways. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and until next time, thank you for joining me today.